Today on the newscast, Iran simulates an attack on Israel's nuclear reactor. Plus, clear evidence that Iran and Hezbollah are aiding the Houthis in Yemen. Get all the breaking details coming up. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. I hope everyone had a great Christmas with their loved ones. I have to say it's a bit hard to go from talking about peace on earth and the birth of our Savior to talking about wars and rumors of wars, but we had some major developments in the Middle East over the Christmas holiday that I have to share with you first and foremost. Surprise, surprise, The Iranian regime up to its old tricks with new threats against Israel and really taking it to another level in terms of the severity of those threats. We told you last week that Iran was conducting major military drills, in particular Iran's elite Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. This was the 17th Great Prophet Drill as dubbed by the Iranian regime. And now some of the highlights, or should I say lowlights, are emerging from this drill last week in Iran. The Iranian regime published or released videos showing what it says is a simulation of an attack on Israel's nuclear reactor in Dimona. Now that is Israel's one and only nuclear reactor. It is in southern Israel in the Negev desert and the Iranian regime during this drill, again, simulating an attack on Israel's nuclear reactor, fired 16 long-range ballistic missiles and several attack suicide drones, as the Iranian regime calls them, against this mock-up of the Dimona nuclear reactor. The Iranian regime is touting this and said the drill Uh, was a great success. The international community, surprise, surprise, has said nothing about this so far. No condemnations by the UN and no condemnations either uh, from the newspaper piece earlier this month published in an official Iranian regime mouthpiece showing a target list, a map of Israel with a detailed target list of sites that the Iranian regime would target in a future conflict with Israel. We talked about that here a few times on the newscast a bit earlier this month. You can check it out here in our archives. Again, no condemnation from the UN, any of the various world bodies that are always so eager to condemn Israel. But here Iran is threatening to attack a sovereign nation to cause a potential nuclear disaster by attacking Israel's nuclear reactor. Certainly Iran has the long-range ballistic missile capability, and certainly they have a growing fleet of thousands of attack drones that they have used to great effect uh, throughout the region. Uh, Two things to keep in mind here. Number one, in September 2019, in, in what was really a milestone in all the wrong ways, the Iranian regime carried out one of these hybrid style attacks against a Saudi Aramco oil processing facility in eastern Saudi Arabia. The attack used ballistic missiles and attack drones, again, used in tandem, a hybrid style attack, and shut down about 5% of the world's oil supply for several hours and really knocked Saudi oil output in general uh, for a loop for several months. Now that was back in September 2019, 
in many ways, you could consider that a dry run for what Iran is planning now. By the way, there was really no response uh, from the Saudis to that attack by the Iranian regime uh, or the U.S. or Western allies. That kind of went unchallenged in September 2019. And now what do we have? Iran using that exact same model in this mock-up, this drill simulating an attack on the Dimona nuclear reactor in Israel. Could Iran use Yemen uh, as an outpost to launch attack drones and even ballistic missiles uh, against Israel and against Dimona? It seems like an implausible scenario, but folks, Iran is certainly building up its capabilities in Yemen. We had another indicator of that uh, over the weekend. Turkey al-Maliki, who's the spokesman for that Saudi-led Arab coalition that's been at war with the Houthis in Yemen over the past several years, released very interesting video footage during that press conference over the weekend showing what he says is clear evidence that Hezbollah has a growing presence in Yemen assisting the Houthis. And on that video footage showing Hezbollah members assisting the Houthis and showing them how to operate drones, drones that have no doubt been supplied by the Iranian regime. By the way, another report last week said that Hezbollah now has some 2,000 drones at its disposal. We've told you many times that Iran is building up that drone program and dispersing them across the region to its various proxies, the Houthis, Hezbollah, and of course Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza are at the top of that beneficiary list of these attack drones. Another interesting development from that press conference with Turkey al-Maliki, he called Hezbollah, quote, a cancer and said that Hezbollah has caused destruction in the region and around the world. Gives you another idea of the severity of that divide between the Iranian axis, the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, Hamas, Islamic Jihad, the Houthis in Yemen, those various Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. And then you have on the other side, Israel and the Sunni Arab nations like Saudi Arabia. It is a bitter divide. Hey, uh, Turkey al-Maliki is a Sunni Arab Muslim hailing from Saudi Arabia, and he's calling another Muslim organization Hezbollah, which is Shia, of course, but nonetheless calling them a cancer. Those are bitter words, folks, and it shows you the depth of the animosity between that Iranian axis and the Sunni Arab world right now. Listen to these numbers that Turkey al-Maliki, that Saudi spokesman for this Arab coalition, announced over the past few years during this war between the Houthis and the Saudi-led coalition. Uh, the Houthis have launched 430 ballistic missiles at Saudi Arabia and 861 explosive-packed drones. Close to 1,000 drones launched against Saudi Arabia by the Houthis and close to 500 ballistic missiles, in addition to 247 naval mines and 100 explosive-laden boats in the Red Sea. All of this courtesy of the Houthis, courtesy, ultimately, if you can call it courtesy, a lack thereof, I should say, of the Iranian regime in Tehran. And oh, by the way, as all of this is unfolding, as clear evidence of the Iranian regime sowing chaos in Yemen and simulating attacks against uh, Israel's nuclear reactor is emerging, we have nuclear talks in Vienna restarting today. The Iranian regime back at 
the negotiating table with Western powers, including the U.S. indirectly, U.S. diplomats apparently in an adjacent room as Iran, officials from Iran meet directly with officials from Germany, France, Britain, China, and Russia in another hapless attempt to continue the charade of Iran nuclear talks, which will lead only to very bad things, as we have outlined here for you many times uh, on the newscast. So a very busy time as we head into 2022. And folks, I've, I believe very strongly 2022 will be a pivotal year in the world's most pivotal, chaotic, and strategic region, the Middle East. We'll have more later this week, uh, kind of a look ahead at 2022 on the newscast. We'll do a live stream again this Wednesday, December 29th. Be sure to join us for that between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time. Bring your questions. But on the 30th, I really plan to do a look ahead at 2022. We could look behind at 2021, and what a year, uh, to say the least, on the Middle East global security front. But we want to look ahead at 2022, the prophetic implications, and all the chess pieces moving on the board. Folks, Stay in prayer. Don't lose heart. Don't get discouraged because God Almighty still sits on the throne in 2021, 2022, and beyond. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.